ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our exciting finale of Dungeon Dive Bar Happy Hour. Joining me at the bar this week is Matthew. Hi, Matthew. Hi, how are you doing today? I'm doing just dandy. Got a nice, cool drink in my hand, and I'm excited to sit down and talk to you about Gareth. Oh, I'm super stoked to talk about Gareth. He's, he's a very fun character. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about Gareth. Gareth is a cleric. Talk to me about him being a cleric. I chose to play a cleric because every good party needs a healer, first off. But more importantly, I wanted to get at uh, Lightning's character, and I really wanted to get under her skin a little bit. Lightning is Megan, for those who are not a member of our uh, regular Discord server. What I mean by that is the fact that Megan and I have, for oh, over the last year or so, been going at each other about what really good is, you know, and she's always been of the, the idea that lawful equals good, and I've always been of the idea that chaos equals good, so we decided this is where we were going to settle it. So I decided I wanted to play a cleric, and I wanted to play specifically a cleric of Desna, because Desna is everybody's favorite chaotic good deity yes for those who are not well versed in pathfinder lord desna is the chaotic good goddess of travel dreams and luck correct that's correct absolutely and i also like the fact that her holy symbol is a butterfly it's just entertaining to me i found some interesting things uh to do with that in previous campaigns the other great part about playing a cleric at desna is Megan just has something against Desnans. Um, <laughs> it's almost a running joke between the two of us. So what would you like to know about him? Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about his build. He is not just your average cleric. That's correct. You see, there's a lot of really neat things you can do uh, when building a cleric. There are... What I love most about clerics, I think, is there's a lot of versatility that can be built into them. A lot of people think of clerics as just heel bots or just, just goody two-shoes, etc. But for me, when I play a cleric, I try to look at other opportunities. In this case, I selected something called the Divine Fighting Technique of the Way of the Shooting Star, which is particular to Desna. It is explicitly Desna's holy fighting style. That's exactly correct. Now, it's only useful if you're using a star knife. But if you are, it allows you to do things such as add your charisma bonus instead of strength and dex. And so I've always liked to play a build that wasn't just based straight off of strength, etc., or straight off of dex. And the reason is because that's pretty much how every character I've ever played was. I used to play a whole lot of fighters back in 2nd edition Dungeons & Dragons and a whole lot things and so since that point it's in the pathfinder community a lot of people just dump the charisma stat and i decided that i want to go a different route and so instead charisma is gareth's most important statistic it determines his to hit role it determines his damage role it determines his channels it determines uh, some difficulties of some of his uh, uh, some of the difficulties some of the things and because i selected a certain feat it also determines his initiative bonus oh i didn't actually know that yeah yeah i chose a uh, feat of noble lineage i chose a noble lineage that was uh that took my charisma modifier and put it instead of my dex modifier for initiative noble bloodline or something i have to look it back up but yeah that's why i don't have selective channel you can only take that uh 
particular feat at level one. And on top of that, you're also playing, I believe you were also doing some other fun things with summons. My end goal for him is for him to become a major summoner in the end. So I'm going to be more working towards augment summoning and a lot of those sort of feats. And the, what I really, my vision for him is, is one day he'll be riding on the back of an Ankylosaurus and throwing star knives from the back as, and, uh, and using the Ankylosaurus as his quote-unquote knock spell if the door's in our way. <laughs> That's funny. That's actually really funny. I like that a lot. <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm headed with the character. And so, yeah, I absolutely am. I love the idea of, of short-term summons and things and things of that nature. But, yeah, so it gives a different flavor to overplayed but underutilized class, I think. I agree. And just one last question about Gareth's build, and then we'll move into Gareth's personality and stuff. He's just a regular standard cleric, right? He doesn't have an archetype or anything? That's right. I chose to go no archetype because I have went so many archetypes over my over time playing. And to be fair, a lot of the cleric archetypes just suck. Yeah. Real talk, if you want to take a cleric archetype, you're probably better off just playing an oracle. Yeah, that's true. You know, though I will say I do enjoy in a couple and a couple of my other games um, playing. I have both a blossoming light and an angel fire apostle, and they're fun. But you definitely lose out on quote unquote optimization of a character. Not that all characters have to be optimal, but in this case, I wanted something a little better. And also everyone playing in this game is a filthy power gamer. Oh yes, absolutely. Especially Megan. So we talked about his build and what you want to do with him. Let's talk about Gareth's personality because he's a member of a family that's participating in this game. Yeah. The whole thing, as I said, started with just Megan and I deciding we wanted to be a brother and a uh, brother and sister and have this strange this 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 strange rivalry. And it just blew up from there. Uh, now we have, it, you know, Megan's the older sister. I'm playing the younger and more annoying brother. And there's this really cool way they click together. And we also now have a middle child uh, that's, that's part of the party. That's right. Garrett's character, Maldrick. That's right, Maldrick. And so he's kind of the neutral one uh, as, as my the oldest sibling and me have been going at it for years. The big thing here that when I was determining him and his personality and, and things like that, as I said, part of it was the chaos versus good, uh, the chaos versus law thing. Part of it was all that, but a lot of it also was just the basic underpinnings of really of what's happening a lot in what we see society today, which is as far as chaos versus law, there's a real problem with, with enforcement of old laws in society today or abuse of such things. And I, and in the Emerald Spire, there's a group called the Hell Knights that are very, very lawful and care more about law than they do about what's actually good for society. And uh, I wanted to reflect that in, in him, that, that Gareth was this, uh, this good guy who wanted to make a real change. And he kind of worshiped adventurers as a kid because he saw them as doing real change versus his sister, which kind of worshiped uh, the Hell Knights, you know? And so we 
have this cool duality of purpose there. It's kind of cool. I'm I'm excited to see that. And where as of this moment in recording, we haven't really had a lot of chance to develop the character connections. So your relationship with Levin and Declan and Pelta hasn't really gotten a chance to form yet. But what do you think of the other teammates that you have so far? What do I think about Levin and the rest? Well, Levin seems like an interesting but kind of a stodgy... I, I, I mean, he's very... I'm not even sure how to put it. Levin kind of seems like he is a no-nonsense, gotta-go-through person. And got, this is what we got to do. We got to do it this way. The other, each of the other ones also seems to be really interesting in their own in, in their own right. We haven't got a whole lot of chance. I am looking forward to being able to build relations with each of them and find out what makes each of them tick. Awesome. So we talked a lot about Gareth. Now I want to talk about you. What are you expecting out of the Emerald Spire Super Dungeon? You, Matthew, as the player. Me as a player. Well, this is a uh, not adventure path, but this is a uh, dungeon that I've wanted to play for years. And as such, what I hope to see is I hope to see a lot of engagement uh, amongst the players and 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 turning this because this is a group that's very well versed in role playing uh, into a. Uh, I hope to see that this turns into something with much more role-playing opportunity and not just simple hack and slash all the way through. I'd like to see us, uh, while working our way through this amazing dungeon, see what it really has to offer, see what sort of side quests it has to explore. What I want to see is character growth. That's that's really what I want to see from this. And I do as well. And in, in other previous Happy Hours, I actually, we actually talked about that. And if you guys go back and listen to my interview with Garrett... Garrett the player, not Gareth the PC. That does lead to some confusion in, in later episodes. Gareth talks about how most people who play the Emerald Spire Super Dungeon ignore for inevitable the Hell Knight Fortress nearby as just a and they ignore it as a set piece and all of the stuff within and Megan talked about how she wants to make sure that there is satisfying role play even though this is a massive dungeon crawling super dungeon. And I personally am of the same belief in that there is a very good balance you need to hit between playing the game, but playing the game. It is a role play game. Agreed. And because it's a role playing game, there's more to it than just tactics and other things. And everyone will tell you that tactics are not my best part <laughs> i'm far <laughs> from the best tactician in the group there's a lot better tacticians for sure i tend to make a few small mistakes here and there i know the rules very well but the actual combat tactics isn't isn't my forte where i tend to shine are in those rp moments are in those the chances to really explore the depth of the character and having been involved in a lot of different projects over the years th that's really where i want to explore awesome and just to top that off what do you 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 know about the emerald spire super dungeon ap module the actual spire itself would you know anything about the surrounding stuff or simply that it is a well-known book i know three things about the emerald spire the first thing i know goblins are terrifying Oh, wait, that's just the Spire. Uh, second thing I know uh, about the Spire is pretty much the stuff that was in the Player's Guide stuff. And the third thing is that the Hell Knights here believe that freedom is earned, which is exactly the antithesis of what uh, Gareth believes. And so I find that the idea of role-playing 
with the Hell Knights in some fashion, and the, and the awesome, awesome contrast that that could could uh, present is very exciting to me. So those are it. That's it. I really don't know much about it other than I've heard it's made by great uh, writers and, and legendary developers. So That's right. Each floor is written by a different, well-known writer, including Upper Division Paiso staff such as Eric Mona, Jason Bullman, and even James Jacobs. And that has me really excited. I'll let you in on a little secret. James Jacobs himself wrote the final floor. Whoa, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I must say, I'm really stoked now. Yes, I am too. I'm excited to get there. I'm excited to see everyone get there, whether they the players get there with the same PCs they started with or not. I'm excited for it. And I'm excited to see uh, Gareth develop. Clerics usually don't get a lot of focus in a party, so I'm really excited to see him uh, shine. Yeah, I'm really excited for that too. And then I want to make one prediction, though. Uh, the prediction I'm going to make is you said even if they don't get there with all the same PCs, there's no way we're going to get there with all the same PCs, not based off of the modifications I'm assuming I've been made. I'm I, I, I'm going to get there because, you know, you can't stop chaos. I'll definitely make it. Can't necessarily say the same for my sister or my brother, but... I'm calling it now. Gareth's going to be there at the end. You heard it here, folks. Gareth is going to make it to floor 16. Yeah. Well, any other questions? No, I don't really got any other questions, man. Thanks for coming by. Awesome. I love it. I uh, can't wait to see you, and we'll uh, talk to you later. All right? Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Cheers.